Welcome to Ageless by Rescue. This podcast is devoted to exploring the science of rejuvenation, uncovering the most trusted experts, the must-have products, innovations, and technology in the field of vitality, aesthetics, new beauty, and cosmetic enhancement. Jacinda Tynan is an author and journalist. She's also the founder of the Spiritual Book Club. Spiritual Pathways to Ageless Wisdom is the... Sorry, start again. Jacinda Tynan is an author and journalist. She's also the founder of the Spiritual Book Club and a woman I'm very proud to call friend. Jacinta is one of Australia's most experienced journalists and news presenters, with more than 25 years reporting and presenting in Australia and overseas. She recently published her fifth book, The Single Mother's Social Club, Inspiration and Advice on Embracing Single Parenthood. My conversation with Jacinta about life, longevity and wellness started last year when we both found ourselves at Kamalaya Holistic Wellness Retreat in Thailand. We had met before, but on Kamalaya, we became friends. On the podcast today, our conversation centers around spiritual awakenings, how the midlife crisis might be your best get out of jail card, and tools for regenerating from the inside out. We also talk about the hidden gift of falling apart. Jacinta founded the Spiritual Book Club, featuring interviews with renowned spiritual and inspirational authors, and and it's through this lens that she brings a beautiful perspective on the subjects of earning our stripes, the evolution from girl to woman, plus the generational imprints that we must outgrow. Passionate about social causes, Jacinta is patron of the Warrior Woman Foundation and an ambassador for Ray's Foundation, providing in-school mentoring to high school kids across the country. Jacinta is also a columnist, author, and mother to her two beautiful boys. I'm so thrilled to invite you to join us on this conversation as we explore spiritual pathways to ageless wisdom. This episode of Ageless by Rescue is dedicated in the loving memory of Tim Brown. Since recording this episode, we lost our friend, mentor, teacher, and we would like to warmly dedicate this episode in his beautiful memory. There's so many ways I want to go with this conversation, so I <laughs> have to pick one. I'll just follow where my heart's going with this, but... I think if if you're talking about me personally, and I think this will resonate with a lot of people, as it always does, our stories are always universal. I have never, when I look back, been in alignment with myself, ever. So anything anybody was seeing from the outside was me trying to keep it all together. And I don't mean the, the rushing woman syndrome you talk about. I don't mean time. I've never really had a problem with that, actually, especially since I learned to meditate. I can fit a lot in. So that wasn't my thing. It's just that I was not being true to myself on quite a number of levels and I was ignoring those signs because it was all too hard to pull it apart and it was all too hard to follow where my heart was saying that I should be going. That's without going into details, but it was pretty much pick an area and it was like that aside from my children, aside from because that's nature, right? So aside from giving birth to my two beautiful boys 19 months apart, there was really nothing 
not much else. <laughs> there are a few other things, but not much else that was in alignment. And I'd been living that way for a really long time. And and I wasn't happy and I hadn't I hadn't accepted that myself. And so it's when you start doing the work, as we call it, meditating, getting conscious and doing that work and peeling it all back after everything fell apart, which is when it's an invitation to do that work. That's when I realized that I, I've been uh, not living in my truth and that it was time to do that. And I know that's a cliche, the old living in my truth, but I know what that means now. Going back to the idea of the seven-year cycles and, you know, that... You're really on that seven-year cycle. Well, I'm I'm on the... I, I'm really on the thing of the midlife crisis now that <laughs> I've remembered my own temporary insanity, complete with fast cars, yachts, private jets, young boys, all, all of it. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, I, I really leaned right into that phase of my life and it was fun. Um, but do you think that it is that cycle that, you know, speaking about what Tim is also talking about in Vedic meditation, there is, we're all experiencing this break and then this invitation to recreate at midlife. Do you think that there's some truth to it? Because we've kind of gone through the big ticket items of our life and then there we are, it's us. Yes, I think that it's happening all throughout our life if we look back, but in midlife, as you call it, and when is midlife? Because we don't know, but this is the traditional midlife where you and I are at. That's when it seems larger because there's more at stake. That's what I think. Often we've had children. If we haven't had children, usually a long-term relationship, careers that have been established. So there's a lot more that we've put. We've invested so much into the life that we've created, and then we're starting to face our mortality and we can see, oh, this is kind of the midpoint. This is it. So that can be frightening because if we, if what we've established to that point is not actually in alignment with what we really wanted for our lives, from, from what our soul knew when we came here, I believe, our soul knew when we came here what our purpose was. If we haven't fulfilled that, if we've got too far off track with that and not done the growth and not had the lessons and and not faced that, that truth and that authenticity of where we're meant to be, then that's when it can come crashing down. And that's why it feels so hard and feels so tough because we think that's it. And we can get those dramatic statements like, I've I've totally ruined my life. I've stuffed up my life because it seems too late. You know, in our 20s, 30s, even, even 40s, we can think there's still time. Absolutely. Now we start to think, is there time? Is Have I totally stuffed it? I believe there is time. Have you heard of the concept of this dark night of the soul? I've been there, yeah. Yeah, so would you relate it to that? Because Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's what and I'm hearing. It. That's what I'm hearing. So I just wanted to ask. And, and that's yes. the thing, you know, you could definitely learn more about if you wanted to, if you're listening to this and, you know, what are we talking about? But it doesn't get darker than that. <laughs> just into, that's well, it does for people. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it actually isn't. The, you know, nobody, as I told myself, nobody died. I mean, my father did die also in the middle of all of this, but... Mm. I so somebody did die, and that was obviously another rocking of my, my foundations. Mm. Uh, but I had the literal night, dark nights of the soul, where I was on the floor in the middle of the night. I write about this quite graphically in my book, in the Single Mother Social Club, because I, I included that because I think people will relate. And I was in absolute despair. I didn't know what to do. At the time, I was reading. Uh, Michael Singer's books I don't know if anyone listening knows these but if not they're really powerful books called The Untethered Soul 
is one of them. And then the surrender experiment is another. My kinesiologist put me on to these books. Kinesiology, by the way, has saved me. That's another conversation. So in The Untethered Soul, Michael Singer talks about surrendering and just giving over to the universe and allowing that witness self to observe ourselves down here because that's that that's our truth that's that's who we truly are and so i was i read this i read a lot of spiritual books as you know there's quite a few behind me here and i read them and i often get the theory and think oh that's that's brings me peace that thought but this time with nowhere else to go and with nothing else left in the tank, I decided, all right, I'll try it on. Oh. So I just, in the middle of the night, said, all I right. I can feel so this. I can up. really feel this. I, I know what you're saying. I'm, yeah. I'm, one of the things that I, I do want to talk about is that, you know, obviously you've touched on it. Books are an important, important part of your life and they've saved you. You wrote an amazing book, um, which is its own episode, but and then what you've done recently, which is so beautiful and such a gift, is the Spiritual Book Club. And I think that this is the most innovative idea that I have heard on a digital platform for a long time. Can you share what you're doing? Because what you're talking about is is literally opening a door to a universe that could potentially like transform your life. That means so much to me to hear you say it like that, Baha. Thank you. And I remember when we saw each other at Kamalaya, it was uh, October of 2022. I was telling you about the concept then, and it was just a concept. I'd done a little bit of work on it. And now here it is. And so I really, it means a lot to me to hear you. And you launched with Gabby Bernstein. In that way. Yes, I did. So I had... I decided to create the Spiritual Book Club because these are the books that I like to read and a lot of the books behind me on my floating bookshelf there and stacked here, a lot of them, most of them are what we call spiritual books or inspirational type books. And they're the books that have saved me, lifted me up, helped me find presence, helped me find myself, helped me understand myself better, get perspective on the world, brought me calm, so many things. And so I was looking for a book club like that because there are so many wonderful book clubs around and they certainly went off during COVID, didn't they? And I couldn't find one like that. And so I thought, well, why don't I start one? And originally it was, I'll start one with friends. And then I had to do some work on myself to shift the idea that I couldn't have a business, that I couldn't create a business. I look at people like you and think, how extraordinary they're running a business. Who could do that? And so I did some work actually with my kinesiologist on that identity I had around, but I'm not a business person. I'm a journalist. And once I helped clear that, I'm still going with that a little bit, but then I, then it opens up more avenues. And I realized that I could do this. And so I decided to make it a business. The reason I did that is because I wanted to bring this to a wider audience. I know that if I like these kind of books, if they fill me up, it's the same for others. So I want to introduce these books to a wider audience, but also this community. You talk about meditation and obviously the spiritual book club is um, an extension of your kind of spiritual awakening and your desire to take the tools that have helped transform your life to other people. What are the other practices that you are you have incorporated into your life and you feel really work it's not as 
I, I'm not a, some spiritual guru, so it's not. No, no, as... I'm interested in all all practices. Uh, yeah. you know, I ask people what injectables they have, what surgery they have, what practices they have, what vitamins they take, because I genuinely believe we can learn from each other. So your practice might be, you know, burning a nice essential oil when you go and have a bath. I'm curious because I really believe that by telling stories and sharing our own little, you know, cheat sheet for feeling better, looking better, being better, um, we're sharing some really good wisdom. Yeah, uh, and I really want to share that with you. I was just, I was just clarifying that I'm not a spiritual guru, and the reason, which goes without saying, the reason I I say that is because I want people to know that I'm just a a mum doing my thing and then therefore if I can incorporate some a few spiritual practices into my day we all can uh I don't have a dedicated meditation spot with candles all around me and I just I just try to incorporate it where I can I sometimes meditate in the car not while I'm driving I should clarify but wherever I can find a spot so I do my twice daily meditation and sometimes I do some yoga stretches as well. And that's that's it. That's my foundation. If I then have time, I might journal. And I do that because I'm a bit lazy like this But if with these practices. But I just know that enough people talk about the benefits of journaling. I've read The Artist's Way, which is she talks, Julia Cameron talks about doing morning pages, stream of consciousness writing. So I know the benefits. And so maybe two mornings a week, when there's a bit of a window, I'll go, all right, I'll do the journaling. Okay. So I kind of force myself. And then when I do, I'm always glad I did because something will, there'll be some nugget of an idea or a resolution or some clarity or some peace that I get through that. And what else is my spiritual practice? I walk in nature where I can. I live near the bush and I, and I always do that. I always do that. I do that about three or four mornings a week, often listening to a podcast uh, and an inspirational type podcast and that's kind of it that's the foundation but the biggest spiritual practice is being a mum as I mentioned and starting this business starting a business has been such a big growth for me having to be accountable and the buck stops with me and I what I need to do this for my growth but I need to do it for our welfare as a family as well I'm doing this to make money for me and my children as well as all the other benefits. And so it it's means that I uh, absolutely am driven to, to make this work and I'm glad I've got that motivation because otherwise I might let it go by the wayside. Ageless by Rescue is brought to you by Rescue Me Academy, Reignite Your Relationship course. Love your relationship but miss the early days? You're not alone. This course will teach you how to identify your issues, stop the fighting, find what you need to be happy, re-spark intimacy, and keep the lines of communication open. Join us at rescuemeacademy.com.au to learn more about the program and to download your first free lesson.